This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! Guys, we got to talk about this Will Smith thing. Is that is that not one of the funniest moments that you have seen in television slash? I I don't know about film, but in terms of award show history, right? It's it's that it's Kanye West interrupting Taylor Swift at the I think it was the VMAs, mm-hmm. and maybe Janet Jackson for the Super Bowl. In terms of the all the all time television moments. Yeah, I mean. Uh... You okay? People, I think people still don't know if it's fake or not. Uh, but that's the thing. I think it's got to be real. I mean, he came out I, and apologized for it. I, I, I think that is that is the organic reaction of a significant other who sees his wife upset about something. Because if you if you watch it back, apparently he laughs. He laughs. And then looks over at her, she's and she's happy. upset. So then he gets bent out of shape. And Will Smith, who's been getting dragged for the better part of, what, an entire year? Because apparently the whole crew is doing stuff with uh, with Jada. Because he became a meme before this, right? This is not the original she, Will she Smith meme. She has a meme. checkered past. Will, Will Smith became the crying Jordan. Yes. He, he overtook the crying Jordan. And ended up becoming the new Will Smith. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to be a new meme. I'm going to slap the shit out of Chris Rock. And he did. And he did. And, he did. and you know what's so funny about that? They all have some kind of a connection. Will Smith was in Shark Tale, and Jada Pinkett Smith and Chris Rock were in Madagascar. So, not only did the genie slash the fish from Shark Tale <laughs> slap the hell out of the zebra for making the joke about the hippo from Madagascar. That's or what Hancock we're dealing. That's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, Hancock slapped the hell out of Caretaker from The Longest Yard for making a joke about the the lady who died in season one of Gotham. Can you believe it? The what whole, a what a time to be alive. The whole Oscars was like uh, insanity yesterday. But no, that was the best part because he won the Oscar. He, he won the Oscar for best actor that he'd been looking for for twenty years. And 20 minutes before he did it, he slapped the hell out of one of the hosts. <laughs> well, yeah. can you imagine? Can can you imagine the biggest thing about the biggest achievement that you could accomplish in your line of work? I think the, the and then smacking the hell out of somebody 20 minutes before you win it. The reason I said it was maybe like half fake or whatever it was. That's like Pete Alonso slapping Buck Showalter 20 minutes before he wins the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> I just think that the Oscars had such a low like view rate for a, <laughs> at least a couple of years now, like, and I think that maybe this was like plotted to like let's. You think they told everyone like coming in the maybe. doors and like know. all right, look, I don't care how you guys do it, whatever you guys got to do, just spice up the viewership. We're gonna leave that like very broad. 
like people coming through the doors and was like okay okay yeah like like I, I thought of something like i think i'm gonna do this well let me ask you this it this is a good thing for chris rock right it has to be yeah because uh, let me ask you this candidly when was the last time you thought about chris rock before last night um grown-ups too which was what nine years ago ten years ago something like that Maybe and think about how yeah. many people will want to talk to Chris Rock. How many people are going to want to use Chris Rock for stuff like? It's like oh, because because remember he got slapped, and he stayed in character the entire way through. I've like s- he, he didn't he wasn't even one percent affected. He was just oh, Will Smith just slapped the bleep out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean- he just stayed with it, and it's like oh, this is somebody that we haven't used in a long time. We can probably get him on the. He's the he's the classic discount free agent. Yeah, I think that's why I think a lot of people thought it was fake was because of how he handled it. He kind of took it in stride and like seemed like he almost expected it. Um, I saw a funny tweet. Actually, some guy tweeted was like so many all, all so those many. years, all those years, <laughs> Chris Rock spent. Uh, training with jackie chan in those movies like you think he'd know how to protect what the has chris tucker <laughs> exactly chris tucker. that's the funny oh. part <laughs> two different it's people it's not the same They're two different people oh i'm not i'm i'm not even gonna touch that one i mean but look chris rock you have to give him poise he's presenting a national television that just shows you what a professional he's been across at this point nearly 30 years because Indeed. you know the amazing thing is chris rock has was had a cameo role on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Did did, did you guys know that? Yes, he did. I did not know. Yes, that. he did. And wow, think think about how how good this is. Believe it or not, for Chris Rock, but they buried the hatchet. And you know what? Here here's my problem with everybody. I'm sick of people trying to be all high and mighty about oh they shouldn't have allowed Will Smith to deliver his acceptance speech. Because he slapped Chris Rock. That doesn't negate what he did being Richard Williams in a movie about somebody who took over the country club coming straight from um, coming straight from Compton, being the father of the Williams sisters, telling a story, portraying a narrative that had not been portrayed to this point. Think about how unfair that would have been for, for Will Smith. And look, I get it, right? Yes, we're not condoning that you should slap anybody who makes you ups- makes you upset. But at the end of the day, Chris Rock didn't pl- press charges. They buried the hatchet. Yeah. And that's and a, that was an incredible that's I mean, have you issue. have either of you guys seen Chris uh Chris Richard? That's a pitcher for the for the Rangers, isn't it? Isn't that a Texas Rangers reliever? Okay. <laughs> same thing. I think King the- Richard. Have you seen King Richard? No. It's supposed to be really good. I think we should do a live react pod of watching King Richard. I think at the end of the day, like anything else, tomorrow, maybe the next day, everyone will forget about it. And we'll move on to the next current event, whatever it may be. I I think this Um, is going to be something that's going to be remembered. I think it's going to be remembered as a good thing. It's going to be like, remember that time, Chris Rock. Because when was the last time anybody really like talked about the Oscars, right? It was 2020 because there was nothing better to do. And it was like, oh, my God, that South Korean movie. was it? it wasn't Centipede. I'm thinking of Human Centipede. There was something else. There was a different. Moonlight? No, moonlight? no, no. But that was, that was that where was I was going. That was an FSU. That was where I was going. 
Moonlight was supposed to win the Oscar. They gave it to La La Land. They changed their mind. It was supposed to be Moonlight. And that was the last time anybody ever talked about the Oscars, in my opinion. Right? Yeah. If you're if you're not, like, Hollywood elite, that was the last time, like, the mainstream talked about the Oscars. But now there's all these memes. There's all these stories. And everybody's thinking, is it real? Is it fake? It's what, what What's good for Chris Rock? What's good for look, Will Smith? But look, can we... Co- is it wrong for me to want to congratulate Will Smith for after 25 years of chasing an Oscar, thinking that he was going to be a shoe-in for one after he finished his career of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to then go ahead and then win it 20 minutes after slapping Chris Rock in the face? I don't think... I'll be honest with you. The offended party here is Chris Rock. Do we think Chris Rock cares about being slapped in the face by Will Smith and then winning it? Do you think he's upset? About Will, I I honestly think that Chris Rock is happy for Will Smith for winning that award. I, I think yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, this doesn't tarnish either one of their reputations or. I think they're both. They've done. I think they're both beloved. I I, I think this is just a. At uh, the end of the day, I think they're both beloved. I think this is just a uh, you know whatever like an event that happened, people will remember it, and it'll be that it'll be like a story uh, that people can tell. Other than that. I don't think it's really going to be it's that big of a deal after. Ben, ben, do you have Ben, do you have a top four live on television moments that you can remember? I can a- filibuster like, for you though, and because <laughs> any time on live television, okay, just something right. weird. I mean, like the Janet Jackson no one order, is, I think, yeah. the one that we all Janet remember Jackson, as a kid in middle school. Janet Jackson, Kevin Ware, oh, uh, his bone uh, snapping out of his leg. Uh, this doesn't necessarily have to be sports, by the way. Visual. This can be, this can be Kanye West. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, that wouldn't make my top four. Because uh, I didn't watch that live. Did you, V? You saw that live. I saw it live. Top yeah. four, anything on TV? Um, Just craziest live moments. I mean, I'm going Brock Lesnar superplexes the Big Show and breaks the ring. By the way, happy WrestleMania week, everybody. I, I that's that's very Ben, do you broad. have a top four WrestleMania matches? If we, no, can we go I there? I don't have that. Oh my uh, gosh, I, I would love to. I don't have that. Top four live TV. Um, <laughs> just something just, really crazy so that you just you never thought was gonna happen. Um, what I mean, the Giants Super Bowl. I suppose, yeah, yeah, is one the Giants Super Bowl. But you said not sports, so I was trying not. not I, I said it sports. doesn't have to be sports, but if it is, that's. I fine. mean, a lot of it's gonna be. I mean, like. You know Barry Bonds hitting the record-breaking home run. I was asleep. Like sport, <laughs> sports is obviously going to be that. a lot of that. Um, maybe Harry Potter, like uh, <laughs> the seventh movie. Uh, the release. Is although that I guess they had a book. Television. No, I guess not. Yeah. But I didn't read the book, so I guess it was kind of live. No. So I don't know. That's that's too broad. I don't like that. Uh, it's top fair. Four. It's an un- it's and an un- I was trying not to go sports. It's an unfair top four, but I do want to turn the direction in sports because we. I want to pay tribute to somebody who is probably was underpaid and underappreciated while he was here with us. John Clayton recently mm-hmm. passed away. The Northwestern specialist covered the Seahawks, covered the 49ers. Um, Are great, the best? Uh, great, great ESPN sense of humor, commercial. and. You know, I think you read my mind, and I didn't even, I, I didn't even like talk to you about this before the show. I swear. I mean, I, that's what we I all swear. Think about. That that John Clayton commercial, and if you're listening to the show and uh, you're just tuning in, we are business on top. We're talking about all the bleep that you'd probably talk about with your friends. 
You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. One of the best John Clayton Sports Center commercials is he's living with his mom, and he finishes up his segment, and he's got he's got a ponytail in the back, but you can't see it from the from the perspective that they shoot it. And he undoes his ponytail, and he gets a Slayer tank top, and he goes, "Hey, mom, I'm done with my segment," and he starts eating Thai food with the chopsticks. Is that the best This Is Sports Center commercial of all time? Because if it's not, it's got to be top, it's three, top three or two. Top yeah, three. I, think, I think it's got to be the top. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. nobody's, nobody saw that coming. I remember like we were all in college, I think, when they filmed that. And it was like, oh, John Clayton. What a, what what a the, national treasure that guy was. One of the OG anchors. Terrible to hear, you know, early, early uh, passing. It's terrible but that's but that's the other thing he was he was what 63 67 that's early 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 pat terrible 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 um but to try and like switch topics off of you know kind of unfortunately depressing uh well do you have another do you have another fun sports center commercial because one of my favorite ones is when david writes I'm biased, of course, because David Wright's talking through his glove because he doesn't want the the Wake Forest Demon Deacon to come to the party that he and Neil Everett and Scott Van Pelt are supposed to go to. I was like the Peyton Eli, you know, the Peyton Eli when they're walking through the hallway. Oh, yeah. and he's he's flicking him in the back of the ear. The, yeah, and he's giving him the, the wet willy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That the pain when the heel when the heel comes around that's pretty good. Yeah. The Steve Irwin one was good too. Oh, yeah. the classic Florida Gator, <laughs> Albert the Alligator, Steve Irwin commercial. And another R.I.P. Yeah. Some great. There's some legends some out great there. Great Sports Center ones. Um, but you know, there was some crazy in all of this. I guess I don't, I guess depending on who you root for, I guess positive news. Some crazy shakeups in the NFL and more so than the NFL, I think I'm most excited for the fancy aspect of what all these moves um, will do, especially the Tyree kill uh, to the dolphins, which is arguably the, is that the biggest transaction up. that's happened this off season? I mean, I guess aside Other than from Devante, I was going to say aside from Tom Brady coming back. Oh, w- yeah. Because Devante's even bigger. Because yeah, do you even add Devonte Adams to the? You Raiders. think Devonte Adams is bigger than Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, re- returning to a team that basically returned all their all of their players because Tom Brady told them he was coming no, because back. Because I assumed Tom Brady was going to come back at that. Like depending yeah. on, like, I was the su- way he. I'll be honest with you. I was tired. Su- I agree. Yeah. I was surprised when he retired. I was kind of surprised that he came back, but. Like, if you had asked me when they lost, based on the season that he had, is Tom Brady going to come back? My answer to you would have been yes. My surprise is that he changed his mind, not necessarily that he decided to retire. He's the type of guy... It took him a month. It took him, like, 40 days, and he decided to come back. He's not going to officially retire until he's going to go out winning a Super Bowl. You're going to pry that shit from his cold, dead hands? Yeah. (laughs) He's not going out unless he's winning. That's why I think he should have retired... When they first won uh, the Super Bowl, honestly. Well, well, let me ask you this. Is this the wildest NFL offseason that you can recall? Because usually it's like, I I remember in high school, it's like, oh, my God, the Giants got LeVar Arrington. What an incredibly active offseason. Usually it's very, very quiet. The quarterback shuffle. Matt Ryan is a Colt. Um, Carson Wentz Wentz is is a a Washington Carson Wentz is a commander. Uh, 
there there's been quarterbacks going. Russell Marcus Mariota is the new starting quarterback for the Mariota for the Atlanta, Atlanta. Falcons. Uh, the West. Uh, the Teddy Bridgewater is a backup for the Dolphins. AFC yeah. West. Who? AFC West is crazy. The AFC yeah, West the is a shuffle. You've got you've got Russell Wilson playing starting quarterback for the Broncos. Tyreek Hill in the AFC East now makes the Dolphins legitimate contenders to compete with the Bills at least for I mean I guess New England too for the division. Wait, what about the other team? <laughs> the the uh, New- yeah, Hey, you never you never know. We got drop Not this picks. year. But can we can we steer can we steer it back to just Tyreek Hill just just for one brief second here? Dan Orlovsky recently said that the addition of Tyreek Hill makes Tua Tagovailoa a top twelve quarterback, and my thought is, do you agree? And top 12? I, I top twelve. So my thought was originally no, but the more I thought about it, just just stay with me here. The more I thought about it, no. Thank you. The more I thought about it, the more I agreed with him. Because you have a quarterback who is, if you look at his advanced metrics, if you look at his statistics, to uh, someone that's so good at throwing the short to intermediate routes. And what does Tyreek Hill do? He just outruns everybody. Yeah, but he's he's really good at like medium to long range. Passes. So medium is okay. Design short routes, design long routes, design short routes, design intermediate routes for him. Run crossing patterns with Jalen Waddle, who's apparently, allegedly, one Waddle's of the fastest good. receivers in the league as well. I think this is an offense that's set up perfectly for him. And if he underachieves, the Dolphins can just cut him loose. Look, I, I yeah, Agreed. I mean, Agreed. I think um, Tua's lack of throwing a deep ball makes uh, the underneath to mid routes, like you were talking about, more important i guess uh for tyreek especially um i mean his ability to make people miss will be huge cashing slants or whatever over the middle um but again i always look at these from a fantasy aspect right so tyreek hill's value probably dips a little i think i think it does but But, and waddles dips a little i think they just kind of cancel each other out right because the because the targets that Waddle would have gotten are now going to go to Tyreek Hill on screens and stuff. But I think I, overall it makes the Dolphins a better team. It improves well, the Dolphins. Well, yeah. I, mean, I don't think that can be from disputed. From the Dolphins, yes. But from a fantasy perspective, I think Tyreek Hill is not a first-round draft pick anymore. Where you could make the argument when he was on the Chiefs, he was a first-round pick. You know what? what, I, what I, don't, I don't disagree with you about that. What about the coaching? Does this turn the Dolphins into a playoff team? Yes. I mean, yeah. I think it I does. Think so. I mean, I, I think it. I think it does. The, the Dolphins were. I think it makes them. I think at, it makes them better than the Patriots. They barely I'll be honest miss, with you. Barely missed the playoffs that. this year, without Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. Without, I mean, um, I mean, lost. What was it? Like seven straight, eight straight. Um, I mean, granted, there's a new coach now, the, so we'll the see. talent is there, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I, it could be, it could be a good year for Miami. We'll we'll have to see. I mean, Buffalo's in the division; they got to play them twice. New England's always, you know, a pain. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Clearly, the addition of Tyreek Hill shows that the Dolphins are all in. 
Uh, the, look, the Dolphins the are going for broke right now, right? They have an owner that's that's in their 70s, if not the 80s. I don't know how old Stephen Ross is. I'm not going to project. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you, Stephen Ross, for allowing me to get drunk and sunburned at your Miami Open on Saturday. That was a nice time. But it it it, it puts the Dolphins in the conversation, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be... I think anytime you have Tyreek Hill, it, it puts you in the conversation to have a game-breaking wide receiver that you're never quite out of it, right? Because what what did the Chiefs do? They had 45 seconds, 50 seconds, and that was still too much time for them to come back and force an overtime game? Fun yeah. fact, uh, Tyreek Hill almost single-handedly beat Florida State while I was there in 2014 in the opener. A little Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State action. Almost single-handedly beat us, but did not. Former Oklahoma State Cowboy, fun yeah. fact. Well, well yeah, He has to stay healthy, too, right? Yeah. Two two more things I want to talk about before we get out of here. A very, admittedly, very compressed show. We played we played a little Mario Kart before we started, right? New Mario Kart. How are we feeling about the new maps? I think you guys were almost uh, like disappointed. It was a little lazy, huh? Uh, poor, terrible. Wow. I, I thought so it not was even very... like thumbs sideways. This is a thumbs down from Ben Siegel very... on the new Mario Kart horses very other than maybe one or two maps it was very uh underwhelming disappointed with the dlc what do you think very underwhelming the last map was the best map of, of all i think well that Most was the one that they custom made for the game so yes. i think you well, might I don't know. what was it tokyo um no it was like ninja ninja heaven oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that ninja, yeah the ninja one no yeah <laughs> new new dlc i guess is coming in may i guess we'll, apparently we'll find out but Last thing that I want to talk about tonight before we get out of here, because I can, I'm looking at you two guys here running out of steam. I have plenty of steam, and congratulations! I'm waving this Canadian flag like there's somebody in front of me, and like we're filming today, but we're going audio only today. The Canadian national team qualified for the World Cup. The United States is just on the cusp. United States national team beats Panama five to one. So here's the situation. Canada. 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 It's qualified for the FIFA World Cup. There's two more spots up for grabs. Fourth place team has to go to a qualifier. If the United States wins five to nothing or less, they automatically qualify for the World Cup. A forfeit is three to zero. So I pose this question to both of you. If you're the United States, do you play the game, or do you just forfeit and make the World Cup? I think you have to play it. I say play it. I say I say forfeit it. I, I honestly disagree with both of you guys because is this not the exact same thing as taking a knee at the end of a football game or resting your starters in week 17 or 18? No, this is a whole if, game. If though. the goal is to make the World Cup and you automatically lose 3 nothing, and you still make the World Cup— why would you risk putting your starters in? Why would you risk injury? If FIFA gave you a guarantee and the North American qualifying group, which is known as CONCACAF, if you have never listened to us before, if CONCACAF has told you, look, you're not going to get sanctioned from this. You can take a dive. You can lose 3 nothing. You'll still get to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. That's your objective. Your objective isn't to beat Costa Rica in Costa Rica. Your objective is just to survive... It's the NCAA tournament, right? It's survive and advance. And if you survive and advance, that's mission accomplished. So why would you go ahead, aside from just pride, 
why would you go ahead and even attempt to play Costa Rica on Wednesday? Confidence. Just take the dive. They're confident. They they blew out a Panama team five to one at home. Your best player has given you a hat trick in Christian Pulisic. He's healthy. I think the concern at this point is that you actually have players who are going to be part of your World Cup team in November and December. God forbid they tear their ACL. God forbid they tear their Achilles playing a game that you basically have to make sure you don't lose. You have to make sure you lose by less than five. And I, I understand people are like, oh, well, what about Costa Rica? I give them a chance. They had eight matches to figure it out. That was their chance. They blew their chance. Lay down on the ground. Look. I understand that I'm doing the wrestling heel thing of you lay down and you let the guy cover him and the referee counts one, two, three, and that's a title change and that's not what the fans want. But look, you got to do what's best for number one. I think it comes down to like um, NFL teams wanting or not wanting, but getting first round buys. If you're already the number, that... if you're already the number one seed, don't show up for the game in week seventeen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but then you you run into the uh having the two weeks off and you know you you run into a team that's been playing so for you it's a rest versus rust issue yes i think i I, now i don't follow soccer like i do football so i don't know the um i know football typically it seems like teams that are playing throughout american football american football that play throughout like through the wild card game typically play better than teams who have the first round bye uh, I don't know about soccer. I would assume it's the same. Here's the other thing. It's a little different than football because you're talking about we're going from March and then they don't play another World Cup game till November. Yeah, that was so my, they've got a lot of time argument. to yeah. they've got a lot of time to get warmed so I guess up. It makes sense now to make so, uh, this this, this may be an an yeah, all but, but pride's also a part like if you're if you're a competitor, why would you want to forfeit a game? Because yeah, your because your objective is your objective is not to tie or win or lose that game. Your objective is to win the World Cup. Yes, but as a competitor, you're not okay with just. Have you ever heard the saying "discretion is the better part of valor"? No. Well, that is a saying, and it exists. Is that and a it, saying in soccer? It's just a saying in life, right? It's sometimes it's a, it's okay to be smart as opposed to being ballsy. And I think in this situation, it's perfect, right? Because. Who makes the final Here's call? Here's the other the thing. Coach yeah, or the players? Yeah, yeah, Who what? Who makes the final call? The head coach or the players? I think it's it probably goes above the coach, right? It probably becomes the the president of, of the organization. If the the president's never going to pull them, right? This is all a hypothetical conversation. They're going to play the match. Hopefully, they're going to they're going to lose. You know, if if they lose, they lose two to one or 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 one nothing, and then they're okay and they still go, and we can say. We are going to Brazil. Oh crap! Oh, it's yeah. Qatar this year. So they can't. We they can't are going to Qatar. They can't get blown out by five goals. We are going. We are going. We are going to Qatar. We are going I, to Qatar. I think you should have confidence in our we country. We are going that we're to not Qatar. We're going to get blown out by five goals. That we are going. We are going. You know Maybe I hope we, we are going to Qatar. We don't, we don't go to Qatar. Not us personally, but we'll do a remote, remote from the bar in South Florida. Hopefully, Frankie book us a flight of three to Qatar in November. 
some cheap rates. Frankie, get Polisicon. That's all we got. Um, we're all running out of steam. I'll be honest with you. Late, late, the, late film. The maps took a lot out of us. It's been a wild week. But to everybody, this is Business on Top episode 60. Did you ever think we would be here? Uh, yes, I did. Zero. Almost two years ago. Six zero. 60 weeks, roughly. Maybe like yeah. 70 Over. weeks. Yeah. Guys, promote the TikTok because I don't want to do it. Why not? Because it's stupid. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Soccer's stupider than TikTok. Wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess we're going to kick Hot off take. next week's show. Soccer stupider Hot than take. TikTok. I hang on. It. Hang on. We're going to do it. We're going to take it. We'll put it to a poll right now. What's, All right. What's dumber? Soccer or TikTok? We're about to find out. Perfect. Business on top. We're going to take you to Taco Bell. Post-game show coming up soon. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Episode 61 coming at you next week.